Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you again for being here today. I, Before we dive into today's episode, I just need to take a second and thank you guys again for your continued support. The feedback I got after the first episode was incredible. I was not expecting it. And this morning, I woke up to a notification that the Mindset Edit is charting at number 73 in education in Costa Rica, which is incredible to me because it was only the first episode. I'm only recording episode two right now. And so that wouldn't be possible without all of you amazing listeners. So thank you again for everyone who's listening, everyone who has shared this podcast to their Instagram stories, who has rated and left me a review. It means so much and it helps me as a creator more than you know. And so it was really important for me to make sure I took the time to say that at the beginning of this episode. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, truly, I appreciate it so much. And with that, let me head into episode two, because I know that's what you guys are here for. So today's episode is so important and for two reasons. So the episode is going to be all about the subconscious mind, what it is, and why it's so powerful, and how to start programming your brain for success. And I wanted to do this for the second episode for two reasons. Number one is that you're going to hear me say the term subconscious mind in almost every single episode going forward. And you'll also hear me say other terms that I'm going to discuss in this podcast episode. So it's really important that I set the tone and make sure we all have an understanding of what I mean when I'm saying these terms and phrases, okay? And you guys also might have heard the term subconscious mind, but you're like, I don't really know what that means. So I just want to make sure we're all kind of on the same page as we dive into the rest of this podcast series. The second reason is maybe you're like this too, but when I first stumbled upon mindset work and mindset coaching, at first I was like, what is that? Like mindset work? Yeah, okay, whatever, woo woo. Um, (laughs) Maybe you were like that, maybe you know someone like that. Um, And I got it and I was like, yeah, I get it. Like think positive. Obviously that would, you know, help your life if you thought positive. But I didn't truly understand the depths of mindset work and I didn't, really understand how powerful it was until I started diving into the depths of information on the subconscious mind and the science behind it. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to get so technical here. Trust me, you're going to be able to understand everything I'm saying. And with this, guys, we are scratching the surface here of the conscious versus subconscious mind. I am giving us just the high level overview, which is still going to be a ton of information, by the way, you're still going to learn something, I promise you. But I'm not going to go into the deep, deep technicals of all of it in this episode. If that's something you would like after we've gone through the basics in this episode, and you want to learn more about the brain and the subconscious mind on a more technical level, DM me on Instagram, email me, all those links are going to be in the show notes. Let me know. Just be like, hey, Victoria, love this episode, would love to know more. And I will make a more in-depth version as well. But this is just going to be scratching the surface. So we're all baseline 
on the same page and you start to really understand and realize why me and so many other mindset coaches and people in the personal development world are like trying to scream at the top of our lungs of like why mindset work is so important and trying to like tell everyone um, because it's truly the foundation of everything. And I hope that in this podcast episode, you will gain that understanding, but at the very least, you're going to understand what the subconscious mind is and how to reprogram it. Because here's a little uh, spoiler alert. Your subconscious mind doesn't match your conscious mind. Um, and it's often programmed to work against you and not for you. So that's a little, that's a little fun fact that we'll get into later in today's episode, but let's dive in and talk about conscious mind, subconscious mind, what's going on there. Okay. So your conscious mind is what you're using right now. It's everything you're consciously aware of in your day to day. And it's where logic and reasoning resides. Okay. So this conversation is part of your conscious mind because you're consciously aware of it. Okay. Your conscious mind operates in the beta wavelength in terms of brainwaves. But really, all I want you to know is conscious mind is what I'm aware of on a day-to-day basis. We're keeping it that simple right now. (laughs) Again, later episode for more in-depth. Your subconscious mind is basically under the mind and all your beliefs, values, fears, and self-image. That's your subconscious mind. And you're, it's subconscious because it's under the conscious, meaning you're not aware of it. I think we like to think we know, or we like to think they're the same, like one equals the other, but they don't. That goes back to what I was kind of hinting at. They're often working against us without us realizing it. Okay. So your subconscious mind, again, is where the beliefs, fears, values, self-image, you at your core like that is your subconscious mind. In your subconscious mind, those beliefs, those fears, those values, those, those are formed between the ages of zero to seven. So when you're a zero to seven, you are more or less a walking, talking subconscious mind. So you know how I just said the conversation we're having right now is your conscious mind? That's because I'm assuming everyone listening to this podcast is over the age of seven. Okay. I'm assuming that you guys are all older than that. Okay. But if you were to talk to someone who was five, you are directly speaking to their subconscious mind. Those experiences will be stored in the subconscious mind of that five-year-old, okay? And this is where really us at our core is programmed. And that's why it's hard to change, right? Because we're, we're programmed to want to stay safe. And it's based on all the social conditioning from childhood, right? And there's a layer between your subconscious mind and your conscious mind, right? So that's how I want you to think about it. Conscious mind, again, logic and reasoning. It's what I'm aware of right now. Subconscious mind is where my deepest beliefs, fears, values, and self-image are stored. And there's something in between that's separating the two, right? That is called your critical faculty or your analytical mind. Learning how to bypass this layer is the key to rewiring your subconscious mind. That's all you have to know about it, okay? So again, conscious mind at the top, there's this layer called the critical faculty or the analytical mind that's kind of like a fence almost that you can't get in. You gotta get in or locked door and then your subconscious is on the other side. And so what I really want you to understand 
is that your subconscious mind is working 24-7 on autopilot. And this is really important because your subconscious mind controls 95% of your reality. Your conscious mind only controls 5%. These are not Victoria making up statistics to try to prove a point. These are like actual real things. You can go Google and fact check me, okay? So when I start and we're gonna get into where is this 95 coming from and I don't really understand, but what I want you to take away is at the very bare minimum, I may not know what's going on in my subconscious mind. Actually, I likely don't, but I know it controls 95% of my reality. So it's really important for me to figure out what is going on and make sure it's working for me because I know it's controlling 95% of my reality. So I want it to be controlling it in a good way, okay? I know that was kind of a lot, but pause this, re-listen if you, if you need to, okay? So as we talk about mindset work, just going forward in any episode that I'm going to create, it's all about rewiring your subconscious mind and getting to those subconscious beliefs because that is where the change happens. We're so in this mindset where we think we just know everything and we're in control of everything, but our conscious mind truly only controls 5% of our reality. And I kind of laugh to myself when people are like, don't want to do this work because I'm like, you're trying to make big changes in your life using only 5% of your power. Wouldn't it be a lot easier if you use some of that 95%? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a work smarter, not work harder gal, right? And so rewiring your subconscious mind is really where you're going to start to see these powerful results. So this whole 95% of reality, like where does it come from? How, how does this happen? So let's take a second and talk about how our reality is created. So in our day-to-day, let's just say an external event will occur, something happens, right? And what's happening every second of every day is that your brain is picking up, I believe it's 400 billion bits of information per second, okay? That's a ton of information. That is all the information that your brain is picking up on through your five senses every second of every day. And it's these things that you may not notice, right? Like if you have ever noticed something where you're like, oh, I didn't even realize the radio was on or something like that. It's because it was still happening. You just weren't consciously aware of it. But there's, I want you to understand there's a ton of information happening that you're picking up on, your brain is picking up on. But here's what happens. Your brain, you cannot consciously take in the 400 billion bits of information per second that's coming at you. You, you cannot, your brain, your conscious mind cannot handle it. So what happens is your brain is a very smart machine and it has a filtration system that is called your reticular activating system or RAS for short, right? So your RAS is your brain's filtration system and it filters and says, there's way too much for Victoria to pick up on. We're only gonna show her what's important and relevant to her. And here's the kicker. It's only showing you 0.1%. Actually, it's less than that, but like for somewhat even numbers, let's use 0.1%. It's only showing you 0.1% of all the information that you're picking up on. So I want you to take a second 
and think about this. Ask yourself this question. If I'm only consciously aware of 0.1% of everything that's happening, is it possible that there are things I'm not aware of, opportunities I'm missing, things I'm just not seeing, other possibilities that I have missed? Only aware of 0.1%. Is this possible? Just, just want you to ponder on that for one for a second. Okay. So we're our brain is taking in all of this information, but it's only showing us consciously this 0.1%. So what what is part of this 0.1%? Right? That's important stuff. Well, like I said, it's our brain is filtering for what we think is important and relevant, but what what does it mean to be important and relevant? Well, the filters for important and relevant are based on your subconscious mind. That is why your subconscious mind controls or influences 95% of your reality because you're filtering through that lens. Okay. Again, that's really important because our subconscious mind, like I said, working 24-7, filtering, creating our reality. But is it working for us or against us? I don't know yet. Let's, we'll get to there. Okay. So that's how things start to become filtered. Your reticular activating system will delete, distort, and generalize information. Basically, delete a bunch of stuff, water it down, and then give it to you based on what it thinks is important, but also at a level that is like possible for you to comprehend. Okay? So then you filter this. Then what happens is, okay, so now you have like something that happens. Let's say... You text someone and they don't text you back. Then you will apply meaning to the event, right? You will create an assumption about the situation, which will ultimately create your perception. And again, you're assigning meaning based on your subconscious filters, okay? And then from there, you will act in a certain way, create behaviors based on that meaning. And a result will then occur based on the behavior and action. So with the example of like someone not texting you back, depending on who it is and what your subconscious filters are, maybe it's someone you like, oh, they don't text me back. They must hate me. They're all hanging out without me, blah, 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 something like that. Or, oh, they, they didn't text me back. Maybe their, their, their phone must have died, right? Two very different meanings that will be applied based on the perception. Okay. So our reality is really based on the filters that we're setting and then the meaning that we're applying to those filters, which are all based on our subconscious mind. Okay. And I really want you guys to go back to the fact that you're filtering out 99.9% .9 of the information. You don't realize how much you're filtering out. Okay. Here's how this plays out in your reality. Again, for example, if you think Money, having money is bad and rich people are evil at a subconscious level, you are going to filter out opportunities for money. You're not going to see that because subconsciously you think having a lot of wealth will make you greedy and evil. So your subconscious here is like, oh, money is bad. So even though there's uh, you know, a flyer for a new job that's hanging on the wall of this cafe 
that Victoria's sitting right next to it, we're not gonna show her that because it's not important and we don't want her to notice that because money is bad. So we don't wanna bring that into our life. Like I, I'm not even, like this is how it works, okay? There was an experiment and they had this control group just sticking with the money example of like in one room, they were priming people to think positively about money and luck in general. In the other room, they weren't, they were thinking negatively and they walked, each of the groups had walked out the door and there was money under like in the corner of the door, like on the floor. And the people who were primed to like think that they were lucky or that money is good, most of them found the money. Whereas the other people, they didn't see it, right? And it's because their filters for money were on. I want you to think about this. Let's take a step back because this is just how your particular activating system works. Think about it. You're gonna go online shopping at a major retail store. I'm going to Nordstrom. And let's say I want to have, uh, I'm looking at pants, right? All I can see is pants. But I'm like, where are the shirts? Like, I want a shirt. I need a shirt for my like date on Saturday. But you can't find them. Well, you don't see them because the wrong filters are on. It's not that the shirts don't exist. Nordstrom has shirts, but you're currently filtered for pants only. So that's what's showing up in your life. When people say your thoughts create your reality, this is what they're talking about. Okay. I'm not even joking. Like this is so serious and this is so real. Let's do another example of where the reticular activating system might've been at play in your life. How about anytime you've had a conversation with someone about something you wanted or just something you were talking about, let's say a red car or a new designer bag. And you're talking to this person you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want this car. It's so cool. I want this new red Tesla, whatever this new Louis Vuitton bag. And then like the next few days, all you see is this Louis Vuitton bag everywhere or this red Tesla everywhere on the streets. Did everyone suddenly go out and buy the exact model car you were talking about or the exact designer bag you were mentioning over the night? No. But what happened was your reticular activating system deemed that as important. So it started to show it to you. You started to notice it. That's the key here with the RAS, guys. It doesn't make things pop out of thin air. It's not magic. But it's that these things were already there, but you weren't noticing because you had the wrong filters on. You were filtering for pants when you wanted to be finding shirts. This is what's happening every single day. Every moment of your life, you are filtering out information. It's whether or not you're filtering for the correct information. Okay. And this is really important. It goes back to what I was talking about early, earlier, where there's often a misalignment between what you consciously desire and what you subconsciously either desire or believe to be capable or worthy or deserving of. Because whether or not you consciously think something, it doesn't matter. It's what you think on a subconscious level, right? That's like going back to the money example. Consciously, oh, I want to make a lot of money and be rich. Subconsciously, you think people who have a lot of money and are rich are evil. So what's your result? You get no money. <laughs> like that's, that's how it works. Now, 
how do we start understanding what is being programmed or not what is being programmed, but rather how our subconscious is currently programmed. This is again, going to be the a major theme through the rest of my life and all the work I will be doing. So it's not going to be fully covered in one podcast episode. But based on what we just talked about, a good indication is what your reality currently looks like. Okay. What does your reality current look, currently look like? What are things that commonly happen to you? That is going to be the key indication of certain programmings that you have on a subconscious level. But let's just talk about how to start speaking to your subconscious and reprogramming it for you, okay? So here's the thing. There's usually a misalignment, as I was saying. So how do we start programming our RAS for us, right? Let's keep using money as an example. Maybe you want to use this week to like program your RAS to find you more money. The first thing you need to know when you're trying to speak to your subconscious so that it matches what you consciously want. So in this example, I want more money. Again, there's going to be deeper work you have to do. So I don't want to make it seem like this is the only thing. But here's how you can start reprogramming it. You need to know the language in which to speak to your subconscious. I want you to start thinking to your sub- thinking about your subconscious as if it's another person. Because I think where the confusion comes in is they're like, people will say, well, and I thought this myself, it's my mind. Of course, I know what I mean. Of course, I know I want to, you know, I, my subconscious matches my conscious. I obviously know what I want. But just like you would speak to another person, just because you say something with a certain meaning is not, that does not mean that that is what's received and that is what's interpreted. And there's a certain way you have to speak to your subconscious so that what you mean is what the subconscious hears. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. So here's like a few things on how to speak to your subconscious so you're actually putting in what you want. You're starting to reprogram it. Okay, these are the rules, but then I'm going to give you three exercises or three activities you can do to actually start, you know, building this in. So number one, first thing you need to know, your subconscious mind takes everything literally. So you need to be specific. If you say, I want more money. Okay, let's go with that. And then you go on a little walk and you find a dollar on the floor, your subconscious mind is going to be like, ah, great. Victoria wanted more money. We got her more money. Check. Done. Did you want $1? That's more money. You got what you asked for. Or did you want $1,000? Or did you want $10,000 or a million dollars? You need to be specific. It's got to be black and white like that. Okay? Be as specific as you can. Right? The second thing you need to understand is that your subconscious does not hear negations. Negations are words like not. So if you say something like, I do not want to be poor, I don't want to be poor, 
what your subconscious mind hears is, I want to be poor. So you're literally telling your brain you want to stay poor. This is a big one with the misalignment because you're like, well, I, obviously I know what I mean. I don't want to be poor. So what do you do instead? You have to say the opposite of that. So instead of I don't want to be poor, I want to be rich. Focus on what you want. It's the example of if someone's ever said to you, like, don't think of an elephant. What do you think of an elephant? Even though I said, don't do it. It's because you're, that's the exact example. Your brain doesn't process the negation. It has to like hear the full thing, you know? So no more negations. Focus on the positive, actual thing that you want. You need to flip it. So if you don't even know what it is, start with the negative and what's the opposite? Poor, rich, you know? Whatever that version is for you. The third thing I want you to know similar to your subconscious takes everything literally, your subconscious, A, can't tell the difference between what's real and imagined, and B, does not know when you're speaking, if you're speaking about someone else, it thinks it's speaking about you. So gossiping, talking negative about other people, yeah, you shouldn't do that because you should be nice. We should all be nice and not talk behind each other's backs. But also when you're saying this person is awful and all these other things, your subconscious mind thinks it's about you. And so you will now delete, distort, and generalize information and start filtering for things and apply meanings to things based on that, which means you're going to take negative assumptions or towards things. It's going to make you feel worse, all of these things. So stop saying that for so many reasons. Okay. Number four that I want you to know about the subconscious mind is that the language of the subconscious mind, yeah, you can speak to it in words, but it really responds well to images, right? I want you to think about um, a bear. What did you guys just think about when I said the word bear? Did you see an image of, your, of a bear in your brain? Maybe it's a stuffed animal. Maybe it was a time at the zoo. I don't know. But did you think of the letters B-E-A-R in your brain? Probably not, right? So our brain responds really, really well with images. And another helpful thing with the images is it, it makes, it's very clear to understand, right? So going back to the other example of I don't want to be poor, when you would imagine a situation of not being poor, what's the image that goes into your brain? It's being rich, right? It's having nice things, maybe being in a house, having a private jet, whatever your rich version of yourself does. That's what it's imagining. And so that is another reason why visualization is so powerful is that it kind of takes away any of, these, any of these like accidental mistakes. And what you do is you're building a blueprint for your subconscious, for your RAS to be like, this is exactly what I want. Go get it. Okay. So those are four really important things that I want you to know as you're speaking and starting to reprogram your subconscious mind. So knowing that, how can you start to reprogram your subconscious mind and your RAS to work for you so the filters are for things that you want? It's filtering for what you want. If you're trying to solve a problem, you want to start filtering for solutions. Like that's the whole goal here, working smarter, not harder. So how do you do that? Three things. Number one, you can start doing affirmations 
slash goal setting every single day and then write the goals as if they have already happened. Okay, so I want you to use I am statements because another piece is that the subconscious mind attaches to the emotions behind what you're saying as well. So if you say, I want $10,000, your subconscious mind, the emotion behind I want is like a lack emotion because I want it, which means I don't have it and I'm just like desiring it. So it will hold on to the desire and make it so you're finding more opportunities where maybe you're growing a little bit, but you're still staying in that desire. You want to state your goals as if they are a matter of fact. Did you do that by saying them in the present tense, right? So you would say, if your goal is to, um, you know, become a New York Times bestselling author, let's say, that's my goal. <laughs> um, I would say, I am a New York Times bestselling author, right? You would write, I am, and then your goal. If that is too much to wrap your head around, because you're like, that is such a lie, like I am not a New York Times bestselling author. What you do is you say, I am in the process of your goal. So I am in the process of becoming a New York Times bestselling author. I am in the process of becoming a millionaire, right? Because I am, I'm very early in the process, but that's true, right? And so if it, you need to wrap your head around it a little bit more, use that, but stay with I am. Don't say I want, don't say I don't want, I am. And I would challenge you guys to do this every single day because repetition is key. And what, remember you're training your brain to filter for certain things and it may not take it on the first time. So do it every single day or as often as you can, just write these down. It shouldn't take you more than five minutes. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I am X, I am Y, I am Z, all your goals or just your three to five most important ones, right? And these can even be, I am a great mother. Like they don't have to be, you know, just things you aspire to be in your life, but I am, or I am in the process of, okay? That will start to trigger your reticular activating system to filter for opportunities to make that a reality. Number two, visualization. Like I said, your subconscious mind, it's like first language is images. And the more clear the images, the better the blueprint is, right? If it's more clear, then your brain knows exactly what you want and it's easier to find. Think about it. If I told you to get some sort of random cereal at the grocery store and you didn't know what it was, it, you'd have to like look through all the cereal and it would take you a while, right? But if I was like, I want this new cereal, it's in a bright yellow box, then it's a lot easier to, and it says X, Y, Z on it. It's a lot easier for you to go down the aisle and then be like, okay, where are the yellow boxes? You can filter it a lot easier, right? I want you to do that with your RAS. So visualization, do this at least once, but again, the more you do it, the more clear your brain's going to be on it, the more it's going to start recognizing it as an important thing. So honestly, guys, I do this stuff every single day, every single day. I'm not going to force you to do anything, but all I'm going to say is the more you do it, the more effective it's going to be and the more it's going to change your life. So ask yourself and visualize the final version. Like for me in that example, like visualize being a New York Times selling author, visualize being a millionaire, like 
Who are you with? What are the feelings that you have? I want you journaling on these questions that I'm asking you right now, right? Where are you? What are you wearing? How do you feel? Be so clear and then visualize it. Get into those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions. Feel it. The more clear it is, you're creating this blueprint, then your reticular activating system is going to know exactly what to filter for. So that's another exercise you can do. And the third one you can do, this one's the easiest, takes like basically no effort. Whatever you're trying to do, maybe you want more confidence, more money, whatever your vibe is. I want you to go to YouTube and search subliminals for whatever it is you want. So if they're super specific, like a New York Times bestselling author, I don't know if they have one. I should actually check. But for more general ones, like I want confidence. I want more money. I want better health. Search for those things and find a video. And what you're going to find is some sort of either an actual song or just music. And what happens with subliminals is that underneath the song or the music, they have affirmations that are being played at a very high frequency. You're not going to hear them, but they're happening. And what happens is because they're at a certain frequency, again, I'm not going to go into the depths of the science, but it will go straight into your subconscious mind. It bypasses that critical faculty analytical mind layer and it'll go straight to your subconscious. So those positive affirmations that you tell yourself that like your brain rejects because your critical faculty is like, yeah, no, this just completely bypasses the layer. Like I want you to think there's like a hole in the fence and it just like goes through it straight to the subconscious mind. And you can play these like while you're getting ready in the morning, while you're working, like at any time. But please do this. Just do me a favor when you're looking these up and you're selecting a video, please look at the comments. I've never had this happen to me personally, but I have heard stories of people who were listening to YouTube subliminals and the subliminals, because like I said, you can't hear what's going on underneath them, were actually negative ones. So for example, it could have been a make more money subliminal, but in reality, it was using affirmations that were against attracting wealth. So just look at the comments, because if like the comments will say like, don't use this, like it was whatever. And I haven't seen any of them, but I've heard stories. So like, just like double check the comments, be like, yeah, I love this. Like after, you know, a few days, like I started attracting all this wealth or whatever it is, I started feeling more confident. Just check the comments. But that one is so easy. You just hit play and it'll start rewiring your brain. So recapping of the actions you can take to start reprogramming your subconscious mind for what you're looking for. Affirmations using I am or I am in the process of and then stating your end goal. Clear visualization of what it's going to be like and feel like when you attain that goal. And then using subliminals to start reprogramming your brain. This is just the like high level in the very beginning of all the subconscious work that we will be going through because that's what mindset work is, guys. It's getting rewiring our limiting beliefs and what makes it hard is that these limiting beliefs are really stuck in our subconscious. So there's work to identify them because we don't always know what they are because they're at that subconscious level and then rip them out and remove them, which also takes time and energy and effort because they've been ingrained for so long. So you'll hear way more about this um, as we continue through the podcast, but I just wanted to 
you know, give this, you know, first episode or second episode uh, on the subconscious mind. So we're a little bit more aligned as we head into it. And this was a little bit more technical than a lot of the other podcast episodes will be going forward. So let me know what your thoughts are. If you guys have any questions, if you want more in-depth technical information in a podcast episode on this, just give me a DM, send me an email, let me know. I always love to hear your, your feedback. And so with that, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're here still to the end, it means so much. Give yourself the challenge of this week of uh, trying to filter for something you're you know, looking for, even if it's something funny, like, oh, I'm going to filter for butterflies. See how many butterflies I can notice this week. Just do that little fun game with yourself and see what happens. I'm going to bet you're going to be surprised with what you'll find. And let me know. Like, do this exercise and then tell me, like, tag me on Instagram, DM me, email me. I want to know. But again, thank you guys for being here. And I will talk to you next week in the next episode. Bye.